Nation of Kings. and teach today you're not just coming to capture all key points you're about to become the key and the point can we raise our hands to the father we're starting with him this series is called first things first so throughout january we talk about this first this first that first somebody by march you will look at your account and go like could this really be me so many of you last year the lord led me to lead you and to inspire and challenge you to make your first million and many of you did that last year but god said the goal this year is now to make your first million in one transaction to become regular raise your hands to the one who is able to do all things and raise your hands to the one from whom all things what's that song from you no not not that one there's a i think it's a sissy whining song you deserve the glory from your things. Help me. I can't remember the beginning of the song. All the saints and angels. Canavo Salatos. All the saints and angels, somebody call us in. Prompt us. You are not in the physical building, you are in the spiritual realm.
celebrate your neighbor, celebrate God in your neighbor. Hallelujah. God bless you guys. Father, we give you all the praise. And we celebrate your expressions in our neighbors. One of the words God gave me for this year said, I will introduce you to the world. And I believe it's not just my word. I believe it's also the word for many here. All right. Genesis 28, a prophetic passage for the year. Verse 10 says, Now Jacob went out from Beersheba and went toward Haran. So he came to a certain place. <laughs> I whispered to PLT as Ada was testifying. I said, this is a house of hope. Have you noticed how many people say, I to commit suicide and take my life. I'd given up on church. Oh, I'd been hurt somewhere and then I came to this place. This place is a certain place. And will remain known for certain things. One of them is the love of God that nurses people back to life, that heals hearts and opens doors. So Jacob came to a certain place and what happens in certain places is certain things happen in certain places. So the same way Abraham had been to this place before, Jacob comes to this place and has an encounter with God. So Jacob comes to this place and it's really Bethel. He calls it Bethel, the house of God. And eventually when it comes back, he calls the place El Bethel, which is the God of the house. So he comes to the house of God and then he meets the God of the house. Somebody who've come to the house of God, you're like, all these testimonies, where are they sharing them? You're going to meet the God of the house. You will not just be a decorative piece occupying one of the seats. Your life will be so soaked and saturated with the glory of God this year. There's going to be an effortless display. That young lady who's wearing the glasses, yes, please could you stand? I know that you're young, but God says that is giving you the ability to see. You're going to have vision and capacity to have revelation, to see the future. One of the things that God will give to you, he'll give you flashes and apparitions, but he'll also give you visitations in dreams in dreams and you will not wake up out of those dreams confused and um uncertain because you are in a certain place you have certain direction in the name of jesus the word says that he stayed there all night because the sun had set and it took one of the stones of that place and put it at the head at his head and he laid down in that place to sleep verse 12 then he dreamed and behold a ladder was set up on the earth and its top reached to the heaven and there the angels of God were ascending and descending later he calls the place Mahanaim which means a company of angels or in, in the original Hebrew at least two armies so in this place where the God of the house is, there is military might or capacity. And behold, the Lord stood above it and said, I am the Lord God, watch this, of who? Shout it louder. That's important. And the God of Isaac, 
the land on which you lie I will give to you and your descendants verse 14 can you read your prophetic word Behold, I am with you and will keep you wherever you go and will bring you back to this land. Listen, many will travel out of the country, but you're coming back to this land. And when you come back to this land, you will not come back to survive. You will come back to save. Don't forget, Jesus went to Egypt, but when he returns to Israel, he does not go to Israel as a survivor. He returns to Israel as a savior. Why? Because the principle of God is the principle of the kinsman redeemer. That you are called to redeem those to whom you are kin. See, the saviors of a land are never foreigners. <laughs> America can never save Africa. It's not the order of God. Asia can never save Africa. Americans can exploit Africa. Europeans can position themselves as if they are saving Africa. But the nativity, even Jesus, the birth of Jesus called the nativity. Why? Redemption is native. Whatever you are called to, you are empowered to rescue. Whatever you are called to, you are wired to save. Some of you are like, I wish I was born to another family. You don't understand redemption. Redemption is that you bring life to what was giving you death. What was supposed to kill you is what then releases God's calling for you to save it. You conquer death through death. It says that you shall families of the earth be blessed. And then it says, Then Jacob awoke from his sleep and said, Surely the Lord is in this place, and I did not know it. And he was afraid and said, How awesome! How awesome is this place? Now look at what it said. This is none other than the house of God but the power of this house of God is that it is look at somebody say I'm the house of God you know in the New Testament we see it says that you are the house of God it said that you are God's house don't play so you are God's house are we here now Jacob said the house of God is the gate of heaven so if in the New Testament it said you are God's house who is the gate of heaven Somebody is too afraid to claim the identity in God. Who is the gate of heaven? Shout as if you really know how powerful that is. How can the gate of heaven be running up and down looking for a visa as the highest priority in life? <laughs> Doesn't mean you don't apply for visa. No, you apply for visa as the gate of heaven. This is important because until Jacob meets God, he will start running after every other thing that God has already positioned for him. So we're starting this year. I want to help somebody recall 
remember, re-acknowledge who God is. First things first, this first message is called God first. Somebody say God first. Father, we thank you for open eyes. We thank you for the spirit of revelation. We thank you for the capacity to interpret your truth. Sweet Holy Spirit, I ask, O oh God, in this brief moment of instruction and exhortation, that you will take off the Father and apply the deep truths to every heart here. Let everyone here move and shift in their revelation of God. Let there be a comprehensive understanding of who God is. That after many years of seeking and searching, decades of ministry, Paul said that I may know him. That this God is so vast and so rich and so free and so deep and so eternal and so infinite and so unsearchable that we can only approach as students and not as masters of God. So Father, we receive revelation this morning more than ever before. Destroy the idols in our hearts. Destroy the misconceptions. Destroy the false perceptions. Destroy the theological misnomers. Tear down the cultural biases. Break the altars of social prejudice. And God, let us see you like never before. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name. Amen. Now, how many of you have been in a relationship before, family relationship or friendship, platonic, or maybe something that you're hoping will get into marriage, or even in a marriage relationship. And your greatest pain in that relationship is that the person did not understand you. Oh, come on, with a show of hands. Come on. Yeah, yeah. come on, be honest. Yeah, yeah, you are just pained. Does the person actually reach certain conclusions about you that were completely false? They misread an action in your life. And they built their communication with you premised on that action. Come on, if you've ever been in that kind of intimate relationship, that has happened to you at least once. Can I propose to you that happens to God all the time? The many of us, our relationship with God is on a faulty premise and a poor perception that was imposed on us by our culture. So we have come to approach God as an unwilling, difficult to approach, hard to appease, just this judgmental person that is far out there and is taking the books of morality to see whether you deserve the next blessing. Oh, come on, talk to me this. Hmm. Many of us, that's the perception of God that we have that I need to do good if I want to get good. And it's amazing that even though we're doing good, even to other men, our good is not good enough. <laughs> Come on now. Have you ever done something so good? Like the person was going to commend you, appreciate you, applaud you. And the person, hey, okay, yeah, all right. Eat a pain. Are we here? 
So, so that's, that's a challenge because any other thing we're going to do, if we don't have the right perception of God, we'll either waste our time or we'll waste, as it were, the time allocated to the agenda of God in the earth. So, if we're going to start this year the way we ought to start it, we have to start with God introducing himself. Somebody say God first. Say, Lord, I receive a fresh introduction of who you are in my life. So look through the Bible. Everybody that God called, everybody that God used, God started by introducing himself. In other words, God is saying, I'm not taking chances of thinking you know me just because you were raised by somebody who claimed to know me. Because don't forget that Jacob is the third generation. He did not just wait for Jacob to draw the full understanding of who God was based on what Abraham told Isaac to tell Jacob. God said, I will come down. Apart from what Abraham told you, I'm going to come down and talk to you myself. Can I propose to somebody, your pastor has taught you a lot of good stuff. Your pastor before this pastor taught you a lot of good stuff. Uh, your mentor, disciple, taught you a lot of good stuff. But there is no God introduction like God's introduction to you. Many of you have been in those trainings before in communication where they do Chinese whispers. And somebody we can even do it. I'm not sure we have the time. I'm not sure we have the time. Somebody here whispers to this person. The whispers to that person. And at the beginning, maybe what the person said was, oh, you know what? I'm very happy to be here. That's what the first person said. But at the end of it, Tolu George is saying, what exactly are you doing in life? <laughs> Because by the time it's getting to covenants, like, why are they happy? But they will say, what's happening here? This is, here are we. <laughs> are you seeing that? And so for many of us, our introduction of God is as weak as oral tradition. Do you know oral tradition? When stories are told and passed on and passed on from one person to the other. So we get to a point where understanding of God is watery. And even though our intentions are right, our perception is wrong. Yeah. Our theology is skewed. So you, you feel like, oh, maybe I need to do more. But doing more of the wrong thing doesn't get you the right results. So God comes to, Abraham, to Jacob. And isn't it amazing that many times when God introduces himself, he introduces himself to people when they're in their vulnerable state. Because God has to overpower you to introduce himself to you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know why? Because when you're in that place where you feel like I can do it, I can do it, I have what it takes and all, you rely more on your perception of God than the reality of who God is. You rely more on your own principles. You rely more on your own templates and your own techniques. And so here, let me get into the text. In our text, we find Jacob is running. Every other thing he has done, he has done seemingly by his own power. He has held into the heel of his brother by his own power. He has been the boy that his mother loved by his own power. As it were. Now he's running by his own power. God said, I'm introducing myself to you. The Lord is bringing an introduction as an interruption into your life. 
For some of you, Lord has laid upon your heart fast for the next three days. Do it. Close yourself indoors for the next two days. Do it. Go to a camp and pray for the next God knows how many days. Do it. What God wants to do, I, I want to be very clear, in this first week of the year is to reintroduce himself to you. Now, it may seem like a very basic thing, but how many of you know, I remember, let me tell one of my friends, one of my friends in Unilag, when we met, he was a, people that you call a bad boy, right? You call him a bad boy. Um, and um, you know, whatever, just think about whatever bad boys do on campus. So we met, but he didn't know I was a pastor, right? He didn't know I was a pastor. I became pastor in year two, so I became pastor very early, so he didn't know I was a pastor, right? And he would call me exactly, that's what he used to call me, because he felt like everything in my life was exact. My dresser was exact communication, called me exactly. And he used to tease me. Right? <laughs> Exactly right. I used to tease me and say, ah, Pastor. So, uh, well, he didn't know me as Pastor, but later when he discovered Pastor, he used to say, So, Pastor, all of us will go and make money in oil and gas. I'll come and pay you our tithe. <laughs> <laughs> but when he knew I was a pastor, he said, Ah, you didn't know I was a pastor. I didn't know you were, you were a pastor. You allowed me to talk about all the bad things I was doing. Because <laughs> he was very comfortable with me and he would tell me all his bad exploits and all but guess what one of my friends came to my office some uh, two, three weeks ago this friend who came to my office a muslim he said it was in the uk in september and guess what exactly his name is shubomi he's a pastor now <laughs> but this is the point he didn't know i was a pastor he just used to speak to me as a friend and talk about his own exploits when it discovered exploits when I discovered I was a pastor the conversation changed the narrative changed now he knew he could trust me because I never judged him so he knew he could trust me but he would say pastor pray for me many of us our introduction of God has not allowed us to present certain requests because we think God is just somebody I can dump my exploits on do you get that? This may seem very basic, but if you don't get it, you will never be fulfilled. Never. If God does not introduce himself to you, this is the reason God didn't say, you know what, go and talk to Abraham about me. Let him, mm, said, I will introduce myself. I'm trusting God for an encounter this morning. See, when God has told you who he is, nobody can untell you who God is. So if you're not playing, you know, some people say that you share the testimony on stage. It's great, please feel free. It'll be like, I give God ultimatum. I said, it's good. If you don't, you, you haven't really received an introduction of God. Because when you receive God's introduction, Job said, though he slay me. <laughs> say, I know this God. If he slay me, there must be a blessing in the slay. The ancients knew this. The disciples, they died in gory ways and they were preaching the gospel as they died. Why? Jesus said, if you suffer with me, you will reign with me. He said, you will sit on 12 thrones. They knew it. So killing me is accelerating my royalty. 
This is the audacity, the confidence. You see, John said, these things that we have heard, which we have handled, which we have seen with our eyes. Have you noticed that when you see something, you can't unsee it? The more you try to unsee it, the more you see it. I don't want to see a black dog. Get out of my sight. God stood there and introduced himself. How do I know oftentimes when you go to an event, you go to an event and they say, everybody introduce yourself. You know, you stand up to introduce yourself. Said God stood at the top of the ladder. Media helpers. He stood at the top of the ladder and he introduced himself. For God to introduce himself through you, he's going to introduce himself to you. Why? There is a generation that does not understand God. They think that God is burdensome, is difficult, is hard. He said, I am the Lord God of Abraham. Why is it going through Abraham? It's like if it can think about the reference that makes sense to your human mind. Who's the God of Abraham? A God who picks somebody out of an established place, takes him on a journey all through his life. He's still looking for that city and then he brings him into enemy territory this God of Abraham watch this when a strange person wanted to touch his wife God spoke up in other words Abraham was not even there when he was being uh, was about to be exploited but God spoke up for him what God was saying to Jacob I'm the God who will speak up for you when you don't know they are talking bad about you you know, because many of us say, oh, uh, I'm praying because of my prayers. Uh, the enemy will fall. God is saying, even when you didn't pray, I was there. The God of Abraham. That after you waited for a long time, you had a child. Isaac came. He was saying to Jacob, this promise might take time. But the way your father came, that promise will come. I'm the God of Abraham. I'm the God who calls you and makes a nation out of you. I'm the God who calls you and makes an institution out of you. I'm the God who calls you and I make a force out of you. I'm not talking about Abraham. I'm talking about somebody here. I'm the God of Abraham. I'm the God of Isaac. Who's Isaac? He begins to dig wells. So I'm not just the God of audio prophecy. I'm the God who is able to translate that into physical entities. In other words, if you look through the earth, you will see evidence that I was with Isaac. Somebody will dig wells that will last for generations. Your excavation will not be in vain. You will dig wells of revelation. You will dig wells of divine deposits. You will discover things that will be the templates upon which many nations will be built. Says God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Why is that important? Let's go all the way to the book of Isaiah chapter 40. It says, I'm going to take you to this place. I'm going to take you places. And when I take you to all those places, I want you to know who is taking you there. Isaiah chapter 40. The Didibus Felices. I'm going to skip a couple of verses, but let's start from verse 3. Verse 3. I'll skip some verses. 
The voice of one crying in the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord, make straight in the desert a highway for our God. Every valley shall be exalted. That amen does not sound like it's been exalted. Every mountain and hill brought low. The crooked places shall be made straight. And the rough places smooth. Why? Verse 5, I taught you last night. The glory of the Lord shall be revealed and all flesh shall see it. For the mouth of the Lord has spoken. Then the voice said, cry out. And he said, what shall I cry? All flesh is grass. In other words, your flesh cannot deliver this thing. It's like grass and all its loveliness is like the flower of the field. The grass is going to wither. The flower is going to fade but the, because the breath of the Lord uh, blows upon it. Surely the people are grass. The grass withers, the flower fades, but the word of our God it stands forever. Let's go all the way to verse 13, verse 12. Then it begins to explain who this God is or introduce him, his ability and his power. It said, who has measured the waters, that's all the waters in the earth, in the hollow of his hand? <laughs> all the waters in the hollow of his hands. Who has measured heaven with a span and calculated what shall your descendants be like oh this energy level is I know some of you are a little tired but can you can you stir up the strength in your inner man what will your descendants be like what has God done concerning the dust your descendants have been calculated by God. Amen. Your trajectory, your process, your offspring, the things that are coming out of it. Watch this. Every calculation you have in your life that is not in line with the calculations of God is you stressing yourself with no need. God has done his own calculations. <laughs> oh my word. Let me show you how calculated God is. In Matthew 1, when we see the genealogy of Jesus, it says that between Abraham and David were 14 generations. Between David and the captivity in Babylon, 14 generations. Between the Babylonian captivity and the birth of Jesus, 14 generations. Which man can live long enough to be calculating EDD? To be positioning. You are thinking in days. I'm thinking in generations. Oh come on somebody help me this morning. 
It says that God has calculated the dose of the earth. So when you think about the things coming out of you, the flavors, the abilities, the projects, the gifts, God says, I have my own calculations, but will you study me long enough to find them? The reason I've got to interrupt Jacob is Jacob, I want to save you time. Do you know why God introduced himself to people early? Have you noticed the people that do great things for God? Many, not all. Many that do great things for God, they met God when they were toddlers or teenagers. God is like, I don't want to waste your life. This is the reason David said, early will I seek you. So the beginning of the year is, I don't want you to waste your year. Before you start calculating what you don't need to calculate, will you buy into my mind first? And say, God, you've promised me a hundred million. Where is it coming from? Because there's a way you can spend a lot of time focusing on the only one that will bring hundred thousand there. And then the ninety-nine million, nine hundred and ninety thousand. <laughs> Are we here? It happened to you in school, did it not? OBJ, 50 questions. Then, uh, what do you call that one? Theory, five questions. Answer, three. But one carried 50 marks. One is compulsory. That one carried 50 marks. OBJ, 20 marks. They now focus all your energy on the OBJ. And you wonder why you are landing close to other firms. He said, you shall hear a voice behind you saying, this is the way walking it. Somebody said, if I had 10 days to cut down a tree, I'll sharpen my axe for nine days and cut in the last day. Well, let me tell you, the axe you need to sharpen is your spiritual intelligence. Once the spiritual intelligence is there, you will stand on the territory and say, dig that place, you find water. God first. You know what God showed? God showed Jacob, you are running like this. You are running, running, running. Or God, calm down. There is a movement in life like this. You are focused on the landscape. I'm focused on the ladder. Running ahead will not take you higher. And Jacob still missed it because he spent 20 years. God used it. But can I propose to you? Jacob could have spent 20 years because chronologically the timing worked. He could have spent 20 years but he didn't need to have been used bala 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 blue. Bulaba. Nigeria, you don't need another eight years of Baba Blue. Even though I know there's cough, cough. <coughs> Why do you want to be lion in the Daniel in the lion's den when you can just have kisses with God? Check your odometer. Catching secret revelation. 
<laughs> Some of you didn't get that. Are you getting this? So even if Jacob was supposed to be with Laban for 20 years and a tough leader, Laban 20 years, he didn't need to have been bala bala blued. Some of you be like, eh, God wanted me to go through. Mm -mm. There's a difference between God using it and God wanting it. God says you are my baby. Be my baby girl. Let me rejoice over you with singing. Stay until the sound of my voice is so familiar to your subconscious that you can detect the voice of a wolf even though it comes with kisses. Many of us are so used to every other voice, especially, and if you're like me, you're a very deep thinker, and let's go think of very deep, right? Many of us were so used to the voice of logic, and we think it's God. That's why it says, the word of God is sharper than double-edged sword, piercing to divine asunder between soul and spirit. Why? Because there's a way the soul realm will seem spiritual. He said the only thing that can detect the difference is the sharpness of the word. And then it said between the thoughts and the intents, bone and marrow. Are you seeing? So on one side there is soul, there is bone, there is thought. On the other side there is spirit, there is marrow, there is intent. The marrow is what has the red blood cells that produces the life force. What it means is that even if the bones are broken, the marrow has life to heal the bones. If the soul is broken, the spirit has life to revive the soul. Because it's not the strong soul of a man that will sustain him. It's the strong spirit of a man that will sustain him. Even if your thoughts are wrong, the intents can correct the thoughts. Are we here? It's like we're awake now. So focus on the intent. That's why our declaration today, I dip my tongue in the ink of God's intentions. I just, I, just, I don't want to talk from my brain. I want to talk from his heart. He has the calculations. I'm just the foreman on site. I don't need to design a new blueprint. Someone that had eternity to plan my life. Why do I think a year of my own rational thinking will deliver better results than his eternal plan? He's been thinking about my marriage before anybody said <laughs> or slid into my DM. He's been thinking about it since. Yeah, I love that yes, it's coming from a place. So God, somebody say God first. He's got the whole world in his hands. He's got the whole world. He's got the whole world. He's got the whole world. He's got my very fine husband. All the single women come and sing there. My husband is not an Instagram account, but he's got the verified husband. Sing it all.
Just got my bouncing babies. He's got a new property. We're gonna get land this year on the mainland and the island. He's got the whole world. He's got the new Nigeria. You can be so caring that you are more caring than God. You can be so more so thoughtful that you are more thoughtful than God. So spirit, intent, and marrow. Right? In the beginning was the word. The word was with God, and the word was God. By the word were all things made, and by the word were all things made. And nothing was made that was made without the word. So watch this now. The spirit of God takes off the intent of the father. Now, that marrow is the internal environment of the material realm. Your year, there, there's a desire in my heart, a goal, and something I'm trusting God for for this year. And God has shown me how it's going to happen. If you've heard the promise, but you don't have the details, it's not a bad place to be. But you need landmarks. This is the reason the patriarchs, they will build altars. Why? When you have the landmarks, after a while, you'll be able to join the dots. Yes. But you have to pay attention. God, somebody say God first. Yes. He said, he weighed the mountains in scales and the hills in balance. <laughs> Verse 13, who has directed the spirit of the Lord or as his counselor has taught him. And now we read this, but many of us, we don't know that we're trying to be God's counselor. You're trying to say, but God, why didn't you do it like this? He's saying in all of history, it has never worked for you to counsel God. Oh, come on now. And many of your frustrations in life Come from your attempt to counsel God. God, why don't you? Uh, God, I'm very good at this now. Used, God is like, do you get it? Focus on the mission. You were created for my purpose. I do not exist for yours. You didn't create me for your purpose. I created you. But in that creation, I put everything you need for your fulfillment inside. I did that. Who has taught him. Verse 14. With whom did he take counsel. And who instructed him. Media and a faster pace. Verse 14. With whom did he take counsel. And who instructed him. And taught him in the path of justice. God never went to law school. And showed him the way of understanding. Verse 15. Are you seeing buckets and dust? 
God's rain pours through your buckets. Wow. Wow. So, the nations of the earth, everything across the earth, just like a small thing. Now, many of us still struggle with that. You know why? Because we've not focused on God's introduction. I'm not saying what I am saying. I am saying when God introduces himself. You know, sometimes what God does that gives you some moments of massive encounters just to show you what's possible. Problem is we think that those things are supposed to be interventions. They're supposed to be lifestyle monitors. That that thing that you saw in worship or that thing that you saw in fasting and prayer or that thing you saw during immersion or camp meeting or something is supposed to guide your journey. This stuff here, look at this. David, uh, Jacob said, God, if you bring me back and all of that, I will give you X, Y, Z, guide me and everything. Then he runs. Do you know that it almost looks as if Jacob forgets that massive encounter? And we don't see him refer to it again until God comes and says, go back to the place. How many life-altering encounters and introductions have you had that you ignored? And you're like, this is church. Let me go and focus on work. God is like, carry that thing into that place. Like, eh, but it doesn't feel the same way. Generate in the place of prayer. Hold a picture in your mind that reminds you of Bethel. I said it yesterday, let me say it again. Whatever you call a figment of your imagination is the technology of the future waiting to manifest. Can man fly? Somebody didn't think so until somebody did it. Can man fly without an aircraft? Most people don't think so, but one day you're going to see human beings flying. How will it happen? There will be a power park, a jet park. Just like a parachute. Right? And after a while, they'll keep producing the jet pack until they can install it as a cheap one app or something. Then everybody will be like a witch. <laughs> At least your traditional, your traditional interpretation. Let me, let me piece it up. <laughs> Behold, the nations are as a drop in a bucket and are counted as the small dust and the scales. Look, he lifts up the aisles as a very little thing. Verse 16, Lebanon is not sufficient to burn or its beasts sufficient for a burnt offering. Verse 17, all nations before him are as nothing and they are counted by him less than nothing and worthless verse 18 to whom will you liken god or what likeness will you compare to him the walkman molds an image the goldsmith overspreads it with gold and the and the silversmith casts silver chains go to verse 21 have you not heard? Have you not known? Have you not known? Have you not heard? Has it not been told from the beginning? Have you not understood from the foundations of the earth? It is he who sits above the circle of the earth and its inhabitants are like 
grasshopper. Somebody say massive. Say mega. Now what does he do? Stretches out the heavens like a curtain. And so this spreading, who's going to do the spreading for you? Shout it. Who's going to do it? Who's going to do it? Has he done it before? Can he do it again? Has he measured the dust? Has he calculated the dust? Can he spread the dust he has calculated? Can he extend your influence? So now you understand why he showed Abraham the stars of the sky and the dust of the earth. The skies represent what God has done without man. Oh, come on now. Because what it says here, he stretches out the heavens like a curtain. Now, for you to install this curtain, how many of you know that if you really want to stretch it out, you're going to need somebody else to help you hold it? <laughs> God said, I'm so wide. That I didn't need any assistance in stretching out the curtains. Stretching out the heavens. I'm as here as I am there. The Yorubas will say, What it means is as you are learning God first in this place, there are certain things happening in Asia, happening in America, happening in Europe, happening in the West Indies right now that are already positioning you that as you run based on the introduction of God, when you walk into that place, it is not Uche who has come. It is a daughter of the Most High God. It's a different mindset. It's a different perception. You are not doing it as a super intelligent human. No. You are doing it as one who carries God and one who is carried by God. And when you stand there, you're going to be like, I have come in the name of the Lord. This is what David knew that made him kill Goliath. He didn't just kill Goliath because he said, do you not have a BSc in keeping sheep? Do you not have an MSc in this? The, the, the Goliath would have said, do you not have a Hennessy? What did he say? He said, you come against me with spears and swords, but I come against you in the name of the one who has introduced himself to me. Your victories are only as consistent as your comprehension of the introduction of God. Because when you have the introduction of God, you are not introducing your battle to God. You are introducing God to your battle. It changes everything. See, the secret of audacity is not in your own strength. The secret of audacity is in the conviction of who's backing you. Oh, come on. Where, where? Who am I preaching to? Who are, who are the guys who are doing stuff in tech and the digital space? See, all this money people are raising is not the money that their fathers have. People are raising money that if you sell their whole generations, they can never come up with it. Are you here now? If you follow LinkedIn, Inyaboyeji on LinkedIn, his dad is a Foursquare overseer now, or just a Foursquare pastor. I mean, great anointed man of God. But I'm sure in his life, physically, he's not millions of dollars. But the man has built two unicorns instead of one going on 32 this year. Are you here? A unicorn is valued at about a billion dollars. A 32 year old boy, church boy, God loving boy. He's a witness of what God is doing in this generation. 
So all along while I was in Foursquare Bible study, listening to all of that, a part of his creative intelligence was opening up. That's why I spoke about the mind. Whilst God was speaking to Abraham, Abraham was speaking to Isaac, there was something in Jacob that did not understand it completely, but it was open and available. So when God comes and says, Jacob, do you know who you are? Let me tell you how I knew that Jacob's mind had grown beyond a certain point. When you get to a point where you can detect that you are bigger than what you are getting, it's a sign that you know who your God is. It's not a sign of pride. It's a sign of frustration that comes from the realization that internally my destiny DNA is superior to the results I'm getting. This is the reason even after 20 years, there was something in Jacob that couldn't stay in the house of Laban. Because after 20 years, most people will settle. Most people will say, maybe this is my destiny. But Jacob said, God forbid. There must be something about me that is bigger than what I've seen, that is stronger than what I've faced, that is more stubborn than my opposition, more defiant than my battle. I activate in you a God introduction, a God audacity, a God capacity that will blow the limits, shake the limits, and move you into another place in God. Somebody shout, I have a new introduction. Somebody shout, God first. Please, if you can find a preacher on the inside of here, have a look at five to seven people and tell them you are not just Kenneth, you're a daughter of God. You're not just Bermuda, you're a son of God. You're not just perfecter, you're a daughter of God. You're not just Tammy, you're a son of God. You're not just Victor, you are victorious in God. Eketo, you're not just Dyer, you are a daring, audacious, tenacious. Do you know who your God is? Somebody shout God. Shout Elohim. Shout El Give the Lord a shout. I'm getting ready to wind it up. He stretches out the heavens. When God said to Abraham, look at the stars, he was showing Abraham his CV. See what I have created without you. Abraham, I don't need you. I chose you. I don't need you. <laughs> These stars, they will outlive every descendant that will come out of you. So why am I calling you? Because I'm so loving and I wanted to enjoy the pleasure of co-creating with me. Every instruction God gives you is an invitation to a deeper place in love. Because an instruction is an opportunity for obedience. Obedience is the proof of love. If you love me, you will keep my commandments. So at the end of it is not your obedience God is looking for. It's a deeper level of love. So an instruction is a divine invitation to a deeper level of love. That's what it is. So that when you obey as a proof of love and then you see the result of obedience, good like God loves me and God's like, eh, now you know more. Does somebody get it? But the enemy always wants to pervert God's thoughts and make it look like God is punishing you by saying, don't do that now. Hold, hold up. Give that. Give that up. Stay here. Resign. Start a business. God said, spread them like a tent to dwell in. Two more passages. Huratia <sighs> Sigalas. Or maybe three, Isaiah 43. Isaiah 43. Verse 1. 
I don't know what happened before, but now. Somebody say, but now. But now. 2022, Sonda's saying, I felt tired. But God is saying, but now. But now. 2022, maybe disappointments, delays. But now. but now. Aren't you excited that God never stops coming? Yeah. Yeah. I read a comment on Instagram some days ago. Instagram or, or YouTube. And the person was like, ah, man... The God is so good that as stubborn as we are as humans, he keeps loving us. He keeps reaching. He keeps redeeming. He keeps coming. Keeps coming. God told Jacob in Genesis 31, he said, now arise and go back to the place. Go back to that place of encounter. But now thus says the Lord, who created you, O Jacob, and he who formed you, O Israel, fear not, for I have redeemed you i have called you by your name you are mine so why are you acting as if god is against you or as if god is not aware that you have needs so god let me remind you in case you've forgotten Now, what does it say in verse 2? When you pass through the waters. You will pass through, you will not fail through. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. Who's speaking to? Jacob. Who's that Jacob? The same Jacob who had an encounter with God. So an encounter does not mean you have a fire-free experience. It just means you have a fireproof presence. Not fire-free, but fireproof. So the encounter was there, but Jacob is going to be fire. Let me tell you, 2023, there'll be some fire. There'll be some shaggy. But you will show shaggy, shaggy. Until Shege will do Shege Shege. It says, when you pass through the waters, I will be with you. When you go through the rivers, they shall not overflow you. Why? When you walk through the fire, you shall not be burned. Nor shall the flames scorch you. Why? For I am the Lord your God the Holy One of Israel and to see how precious you are. I took a whole nation and I gave them up for you. In other words, when they said, choose between Jacob and Egypt. So I will choose Jacob. You need that kind of rock solid confidence. Listen, that even if there's only one person left in your industry to be you. See, the audacity of David could not have been from David. Are you here? And let me tell you, there are many things in that story that shows you that what happened there was very spiritual because David was prepared, David was skillful and all, but was very spiritual. One of the signs was this. David was a shepherd. He had never used a sword. 
never use the sword. He killed Goliath and then he took Goliath's sword and cut off his head. You know why? David didn't go in that battle in his name. He went in the name of the Lord. And the name of the Lord, <laughs> strong tower, but you go to Revelation, you see something out of the mouth of Jesus, a sword coming out of the mouth of Jesus. So the person in whose name David came, he doesn't even use hand for sword. His words. Have that kind of audacity this year that when, when you walk into a boardroom, you've never done a presentation before, you know I can never say nonsense. The Holy Ghost in me. Are you here? Listen, if you can speak in tongues and make sense in the spirit, you can speak in facts and make sense before men. There's a God introduction where there's the money in your account is like nothing, but you will know you are paying that rent this week. You feel feverish, you're going to bed. You tell everybody by tomorrow morning, I'm going to be fine. Why? You know angels will walk on you overnight. This is the audacity that somebody say I'm audacious. Say I'm bold. I'm brave. Audacious and tenacious. You know Jesus spoke to the disciples it's a fear not little flock for it is the father's good pleasure. To give you the king. Do you know how ridiculous that was? These guys were teenagers. The best of them was a tax collector. The best, the most skillful was a tax collector because that was one of the most sophisticated jobs back then. That's an Alakaway job. That's how it was literate, right? So there was the shepherds with the big boys and all of that in the field. But the tax collectors were directly connected to Rome. So like the uh, bourgeois, right? But see this. Jesus is saying to them, I'm going to give you the kingdom. And he's saying my kingdom is actually superior to the kingdom of Rome. Now, Peter and all the rest of them are like, we're outcasts in the kingdom of Rome. How can we even make, that's why I said fear not. Some promises that God has given to you, if you don't see them through the eyes of the spirit, you'll be afraid. So some of you God has said to you, you're going to have a six, 16 bedroom house. In your mind, you removed, you know that person that wrote the list of accomplishments. What I achieved in 2022. Uh, what the person put? 10 million naira. Person now cancel the million. 10 naira. iPhone 14. Cancels. Do you know how many cancellations we do in our minds? Because we downscale it to personal survival. So God said, go have a 16-bedroom house. You already canceled. He said, that's great. Mm -mm. The reason is, you are supposed to start a nursery in your house. A special kind of education. Now, when God gives you a picture, ask why. Don't be quick to say, it's just my mind acting crazy. Jesus said, fear not, little flock. It is the Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. Now, like, we don't want kingdoms. I will give you. God will show you this year. So God says, you will not be burned, you will not be consumed. 
the Holy One of Israel have ransomed you and all of that. Let's go to Isaiah 44 and from verse 24. Somebody say God first. Focus on him first. Don't miss Wednesday. I'm going to be teaching by the Spirit. Isaiah 44 from verse 24. So God comes again. And it said, thus is the Lord your Redeemer. And he who formed you from the womb. See now, do you see again? I am the Lord who does what? All. All things. Who? Did we just read that? Why is the stretching and the spreading? That's what God wants. So as I leave, the earth will be filled with my glory. Your industry. Not people misleading people with their bomb bomb. Do you understand? Said so, me, I don't look at let me, let me show some believers. Say, me, I don't want a big life. I just want to be chilled. I just want to marry one wife, only one wife, or not two. Then I want to have two children, a boy and a girl. Then our fourth vacation twice a year. Then if I can get passport share, that would be nice. Small life. I've reduced everything to personal comfort. Everything. God said, I make all things. I stretch out the heavens. How? So my instruction to you is me just wanting to involve you in what I'm doing. It didn't start with you. It won't end with you. When you die, I will raise somebody else. If you partner with me to be one of your children. If you don't partner with me or you choose not to have children, I will raise somebody else. Because when people die, the grace does not die. The mantles do not die. Who spreads abroad as by myself it's literally in a prophetic passage your descendants shall spread abroad and because there will be crazy people that will come in your way verse 25 who frustrates the signs of the babblers and drives the vinous man who turns wise men backward and makes their knowledge this is why you must utter why declarations and affirmations are important. Verse 24. Who confirms the word of his servant and performs the counsel of his messengers? Who says to Jerusalem, to the cities of Judah, and I will. So when God has revealed and introduced himself to you, because you can hear it, you can see it. And that word is light. The word speaks to you is spirit and life. And that life is the light of men. When God introduces himself, then you introduce God to your world. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your 
good works. So even your good works are a level of introduction of God to your world. So when they see your good works, they give glory to your father. Somebody as God introduces you this year, your introduction will introduce God. The, reason, the only way God can be heard in certain circles is through his children. That's why when you get on CNN and VOA and BBC, don't edit Jesus out of it. Say, how, how did you accomplish such a great feat? Well, you know, I just, I just meditated on the stars, you know, and the universe are one. The universe communicates with me and uh, I have a good relationship with the universe. Remember, do you know, let me tell you, do you know why there's such a thing about all this vibe and universe and that, but you won't hear Jesus? The devil is trying to steal the introduction. That's it. So why should you join him? Trying to feel chic and woke. It's just all about light. I don't do religion. I just do light and vibes. Good vibes only. <laughs> Final passage. And then we close. Exodus chapter 3. Say with your full chest. I'm grateful to God for his mercy and his grace. And um, the other day I was studying my Bible. How did the idea come? If it came from the Bible, pray. I was praying. So I just, you know, I'm just a very determined person. When I set my eyes on blue lights, I see green. <laughs> People will receive something in the church service. They will say, I just have my way around those things. Said. Then he said that there's no gifted person in his family. I said, I said why? Why would he say? That? So I'm like, in my family, we're very gifted like that. Gift is laughing. I found it so funny, but the person was very serious. I said, there's no gifted person in your family. Gifted people in your family. All right. Let's go to Exodus chapter 3. Many years later, many people say about 400 years later, many years later, Exodus 3, many years later, literally. Now Moses was tending the flock of Jethro, his father-in-law, the priest of Midian, and he led the flock to the back of the desert and came to Horeb, the mountain of God. I want to close with a preach to give somebody energy before you go and eat your jollof rice and your plantain or your pounded yam and open salad or whatever it is you're eating. Is that what you got prepared today? That's what you wish. Receive it by grace. Ask and it shall be given. If, I, if anybody knows where we can get it, I will order it for you. Please, yeah, be able to help me. Let's let's give. Uh, is that Oge or Oga? Oga. Our offensala today. But if you don't find offensala, we can give you offensala. <laughs> so many years later, don't forget when Jacob comes. Uh, 
he comes to the house of God. But generations later, when God is going to introduce himself, Moses does not come to the house of God. Oh, come on now. He comes to something that was a house in your grandfather's generation is becoming a mountain in your reality. Let me tell you a very short story. As a little boy, my grandfather, he lived with us in the house for a long time. And he gave us roasted yam and roasted others. He was actually the one that taught me how to stitch with thread and needle because he used to do that and tell us how me hold this. Then he would weave in all of that. And then he would kill bush rat and roast it by himself. But later as he began to grow, he started doing some very interesting things. And one of those days, because we used to live in one of those old colonial houses, but very well built, very, very nice house. So when I say old, I don't mean decrepit or dilapidated, but I'm talking about those, you still see some of those buildings in Ikoyi and maybe Ibutebeta and Yabayara. So all those kind of places, this is the 80s, early 90s. And all of uh, one of those days, he took some of the bricks, some of the old bricks from the colonial houses, very old, and he put them on a, a wheelbarrow and he began to wheel them to another part of the house, a large compound, another part of the house. Where's Dami? Where, where's John? Some of you have been to my parents' house. Where are they? They're not look at them. It's somewhere. Right. Solomon, you've been to the house in the bottle. You guys have been to the house in the bottle. Right. So that house in the bottle was the backside of the original house. The original house was in front. My grandfather, he took the big boulders and bricks and, and we'll go there and we're asking, my, my dad asked, what are you doing? Is that Mofer Kole? He was in the seventies at this time. He was saying, I want to build a house. Now that was GRA. Both of my parents were civil servants. I don't know how much they were earning, but I don't know how much civil servants are earning. Now it's not a lot of money. So the land in that place was far above their pay grades. Just imagine GRA, Ikeja, and imagine somebody walking in Alausa, maybe even level 14 or whatever, saying he wants to build a house in GRA. Now land in GRA right now, oh Lord, I receive it. Maybe God is bringing this. So tell me he's going to give me land in Jerry. Land in Jerry right now is about a hundred million or maybe more than that. So imagine this old man who had lived in the village all his life was living with the son saying, I want to build a house. Ladies and gentlemen, I can't go into the intricate cases, but something like six to seven years after that, my parents bought that land. Oh, some of you don't hear what I'm saying. It never crossed their minds. They never expected it. Because according to their pay grade and their pay package, it was far above all they could think about. But there was a grandfather who was not even speaking in tongues. But there was a destiny thing on the inside of him that said this can happen as we speak. That property is worth several tens of millions, possibly even over a hundred million right about now. Can I announce to somebody, you had the house of God, but God is about to introduce himself on a mountain. There is a scaling. There is a height. There is a level. You have seen it on a measure, in a dimension, in a way, in a fashion, at a pace, at a rate. But things are about to speak up, about to pick up, about to accelerate. Something is about to move in your life. I don't know who exactly it is I'm speaking to, but you have experienced God in the house. And now you've experienced the God of the house. House, but there's about to be a mountain experience.
experience, a horror experience, a reintroduction of God by God. It is not FUBU, it is FGBG for God and by God. High five your neighbor and tell that neighbor God first. Give me the next verse, remain standing. Give me the next verse. And the angel of the Lord appeared to him in a flame of fire. And I've taught you, if you're made of the same substance, the substance cannot fire you, cannot drown you. Angels are made of burning lights. So appearing in the flame of fire is nothing to them. Like the angel didn't go, oh, my wings are singed. We don't even know whether this was a winged angel or not. Right? So he looked, the angel was in the fire. He looked and behold, the bush was burning with fire. But the bush was not consumed. Why was the bush not consumed? An angelic being was inside that place. <laughs> so what means was that angelic being who lives in eternal time had brought eternity into time. Because for fire to burn, you don't just need inflammation and gas, you need time. So if you suspend time, burning cannot happen. Rather, consumption cannot happen. So burning can happen, flames, but consumption always has to do with rates. Rate always has to do with time. But when in eternity comes into time, rate is suspended. So what will happen when the prophecy comes and says God will give you 10 years worth in one year. What is what we're saying is that eternity is invading time. And is putting a pause on what should have been the natural chronological requirements. Are you here? So when that angel who was burning with fire from eternity stepped into that fire or stepped into that bush, he suspended time. And even though there was burning, there was no consumption. This is the mystery of spending, but you're not running out. Giving, but it's not finishing. Somebody say this giving is giving, giving. All of a sudden, I told you, we looked at our books and I'm like, what? Where did all this even come from? God is about to exceed your ability. How do you preach about a hundred messages in a year and it does not burn out? There was an introduction from eternity. Receive it in your business. Receive it in your ministry. Receive it in evangelism. Receive it in creativity. For some of you are saying, I'm already running out of designs. All the designs in the house download new ideas download new trends download for those of you who are speakers who are coaches who are therapists who are counselors you will not run out of inspiration energy capacity emotional wherewithal in the name of Jesus for those of you who are fathers you will not run out of leadership authority audacity consistency for women you will not run out of capacity support help health care children you will not run out of obedience submission loyalty alliance leaders in the house you don't run out of revelation inspiration growth dominion in the name of Jesus shout God first but the bush was not consumed verse 3 and Moses said I will now turn aside and see this great sight why the bush does not burn there mean it's not being consumed 
with the kind of fire the material should be reducing but God's fire does not reduce the material it comes in contact with God is not the reduction element see one of the things that will happen because when fire begins to burn after a while it begins to spread is that as king spreads this year people will say let me even go and see what is happening in that place don't forget the key thing is God wants to introduce himself and for him to introduce himself he has to introduce you into certain places Listen, some of you enter into homes in Banana Island, in VI, in private quarters. The reason is, where's Dami Pen? Her work takes her into some of those places. Where's Dami Pen? She here. Come. There are many other places that the Lord will take you into. And not just her, but many of you. Become comfortable in the palaces of greatness. But when you become comfortable, don't compromise. Introduce. So as you're giving them that they are massage and all of that, be massaging God into them. Massaging sense into them. God wants to use your gifts not just to feed you and to feed many other people, but also to heal them. So that you not just go there as a massage therapist, you go there as a message therapist. In the name of Jesus. Let me give you something in the spirit. You will not only just get your fees, you start getting prophet's offering. this house you will earn good but I open up for everybody because you are kings a major part of your income will now be gifts and there will not be gifts from manipulation or beggarly positioning there will be gifts because you will give to people what they cannot buy when I wear your clothes I just feel good I'm not telling you what see people some of you have said it in this house people come around me and feel better how many of you have experienced that without me talking because you can grow your internal atmosphere into a force field that's why that thing is there I'm a mobile mast I carry my network from today Dr. Toby you will not just doctor bodies you doctor souls Israel, rise into a new level of your ministry. In the name of Jesus. Israel, come. You've been through so many things in your life and in your past and in your history. The grace to be a therapist. Listen to this. You will listen to people's problems, but you're not burdened by their problems. And you're not just give them earthly counsel. God gives you supernatural wisdom and intelligence. God is saying, this is a word for you. So use your voice more. Use your voice more in your singing and your speaking and your encouragement. Use your voice more in the name of Jesus. Dami, you've seen the millions move into the tens of millions. But don't forget this prophetic instruction. Let me tell you something about God. Because you're in covenant with God, every time you hide God, you hide the dimension of yourself. there's something that will not approach you because you're Christian but the right will approach you so I go to do trainings in environments or spaces that have Muslims and stuff and stuff in them be like pastor pray for me at the end of the training you enter into that realm 
where you are not just Moses, you are the burning bush. You are the one with the fire of God. God is so keen to introduce himself, he uses even a bush to introduce himself to a prophet. But when he introduces himself, boom, says. Listen to this. When introduce himself, keep praying on your breath if you can. So I will see this great sight. Moses, the reason I showed you this bush is because I want to make you one. The difference though is that this bush cannot move from where it is, but you can move. So when next you go to Egypt, you're not going as a meek and mellow shepherd. You are going as a raging fire. Because what you see determines what you reproduce. Verse 4. Almost done. So when the Lord saw that he turned aside to look, he paid attention. Many of the milestones in my life have come from just paying attention. So there's another thing that is happening right now. I think I can share this in my house. I have to pay attention. The last six weeks, about six different people from professionals, people that have been on television and radio professionals, said there's something about your voice. You should be doing voiceovers. Random. I walked into a studio. Some said, some of you know Praise, uh, Praise, Praise Foundation? Uh, no, what's the name of that? Uncle T stuff. Yeah, what's the name? Show Gear. Uncle Ty is a sound engineer. One of the leading guys. Been there over 20 years. Hearing my voice for the first time. Say, like, yo, read you. There's something about your voice. Walking to... Imam, my God, came to Dream Space. So I worked on radio for many years. For people to have this quality of your voice, we have to tweak it and use apps. So you have it naturally. Chef Frizz, I've been hearing my voice for years. So, they just sound like a radio voice. Said God, there's something here. But you know, if I do radio, I'm not going to be doing 20,000 now. I, I do get. Because when Moses goes back to Egypt, he's not going back to go and be sweeping floor. He enters from the top. This is how God restores lost years. He reintroduces himself so that you reintroduce yourself so that people like Ahmed this year they're going to make clothes they'll say you say how much says 150,000 a person write a check of a million that's where we are in the prophetic calendar of this house that's where we are in places where the honor might be 300 or 400,000 and God will raise individuals inside the place to give me seven digits. That's when you enter into gifts. You are no longer a worker. You are a gift to the world. And because you're such a gift, people don't, people feel like if I pay you what you ask for, I'm cheating you. Because you've brought something extra. Are you here? Raise your hands to him. 
God saw that he turned aside to look. God called to him. Do you see it's God that is always calling? God called to Adam, where are you? God called to Abraham, uh, go out. God is God that is always calling. What should you do? Respond. I've discovered something concerning my own life that I really respond a lot to response. So if somebody is responding to teaching or encouragement or support affirmation, I love it so much. I give the person more time, more attention, more affirmation. I've come to see, I think God is like that. So God will do the calling. He does the calling. But the Bible says that when he saw, look at it now. When God saw that he's paying attention, ah, this guy's ready. There's an old mystical Eastern thing that when the student is ready, the teacher will appear. Do you know what it possibly means? It's a possibility we're not told that God had appeared in burning bushes before but nobody paid attention. What will bring somebody to the global stage is something hidden in plain sight. Have you seen knives out? Knives out. Go, what's that? Glass onion. You've seen those detective movies. Sherlock Holmes. The clues are there. But it's the detective that will just say, one, two, three. Boom, mind blown. The Lord is elevating your intelligence level to detective grade. So many shepherds have died just shepherds because they didn't pay attention to the introduction of God. God said, I'm about to introduce you to the kingship dimension, Moses. You're going to lead a whole nation, not just sheep. Enough of berberism. When God saw that he turned aside to look, then God called to him from the midst of the bush. He said, Moses, Moses. And Moses said, what? Somebody said, God first. So all the sheep, good. But the moment he heard the call, he said, God's call is superior to this sheep. He said, here I am. And verse four, verse five. Let's keep it rolling. Then it said, do not draw near. Then it said, do not draw near to this place. This place is very holy. It's going to consume you. Take your sandals off your feet. The place where you stand is holy ground. Verse 6. Moreover, he said, I am the God of your father. The God of Abraham. The God of Isaac. And the God of Jacob. And Moses hid his face. For he was afraid to look upon God. It's like there's a holy God familiar with him he does face see when God introduces himself nobody will teach you reverence nobody will so if you struggle with reverence in your life you've not kept God David said I've kept the Lord continually before me and because it's at my right hand I will not be moved so not being moved does not mean things are not shaky it means I know who's backing me is somebody's boldness increasing this morning? Sir, so you're going to do big things this year. Yes, you. Raise your hand. Boldness. No more timidity in your life. Boldness. No more timidity in your life. The biggest things, watch this. The biggest things are not reserved for the strongest. 
get reserved for the boldest. He's not the strongest, he's the, he's the boldest that are able to take. David was not the strongest person in Israel, but it brought down Goliath. And your speech betrays your confidence. Is what manifests confidence. The God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, Moses hid his face, verse 7. The Lord said, I have surely seen the oppression of my people who are in Egypt, and I have heard their cry because of their taskmasters, for I know their sorrows, verse 8. So I have come down to deliver them out of the hand of the Egyptians and to bring them up from that land to a us this narrow life who taught us because it's not in the covenant it's so are you hearing it's so not in, now let me tell you something disbelief your past disbelief parental history disbelief Nigerian situation disbelief your coconut head and believe God that the covenant for Israel and the covenant for the church is largeness There's anything about to deal with decisively in my life aggressively for the last three to five years is this to know that how can I have a global gift and I have only local results it can never happen again now is everybody going to be popular no that's not the point but is everybody sent yes and to those to whom you are sent are you a burning and a shining light yes Is everything you need connected to those to whom you are sent? Yes. So if you are sent to 20, what you will be blessed by from those 20 will resource your message, your calling, your assignment. Your, are you here? But many people inside this room, you are international voices. I can tell you that. Because the kind of teacher God sends you kind of prophet God sends you is a picture of what God thinks about you. Gifts are a reflection of what the giver thinks about you. The fivefold are ministry gifts. I'm a gift to you. The kind of gift I am is a picture of how highly God thinks about you. So the land flew milk and honey to a good and large land to the place of the Canaanites and the Hittites and Amorites. Now look at this. God said, I have come to deliver them. I have seen the oppression. I have come to deliver them. But they don't know me. For them to know me, I have to send somebody that knows me and knows them. Because Moses, watch this. If you go back without me introducing myself, you will introduce yourself. And the introduction they have of you is murderer, fugitive, uh, jackpot guy that we raised and still left us. Jackpada. So God said, let's change that. Let me introduce myself to you so I can reintroduce you to them. And you know, when you have a new introduction, isn't that what you do when you get a new degree, a new certificate, like many of you did last year, your MBA? You now say, for those who are just following me, let me introduce myself. I'm not J to the over. 
but I've got Jehovah. Isn't that what you do? Milestones when you hit 5,000 or 10,000 in social media, be like, I am Lady Jade Global, award winning. You're introducing yourself. God says there's another milestone in the spirit. And I'm reintroducing you. Go to verse 9. Verse 9. Now therefore behold, the cry of children of Israel has come to me. I've all seen the oppression with which the Egyptians oppressed them. Verse 10. Let's make it quick. Come now. Therefore, and I will send you to Pharaoh. I thought the person that was their deliverance was Israel. Because I'm not sending you to all of you to go and be convincing them. Ah, do you know God wants to deliver? Ah, do you know God? Mm -mm. He said you're going to break the oppression system. God was not just delivering Israel, he was bankrupting Egypt and disrupting the slavery mechanism. This is the reason he didn't just lead them out of Egypt, he drowned their best horses. After causing them to collect their gold, God was not just raising people or promoting people, he was bankrupting demonic economy. What is happening in this age, God is not just promoting believers. He's disrupting economic sectors and industries. So you're going to see more Ian's, Aboyages. You're going to see more. Why must that happen? There must be credible witnesses before Christ comes. And those witnesses, not just people that, please, sir, please, sir, I just want a job. Mm -hmm. There'll be witnesses that will manifest the glory of God, not just spiritually, but materially. So God said, I've come down to deliver, but who does it send? Do you know God said, I've come down? Do you know God said, I've come down? So why didn't God appear to Pharaoh? Sent. Let me tell you something. God has come down to deliver Nigeria. I just pray people are obedient. says Simon from today you are Peter 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 upon the rock of this revelation let me tell you Nigeria is already delivered but let's be obedient let me tell you something about this this picture shows you National transformation does not require Bibuero. God said to Moses, if you deal with Pharaoh, everybody is delivered. If you deal with a fraudulent, dubious constitution that preserves the elite and consumes the bulk of resources amongst just 500 lawbreakers, sorry, uh, lawmakers, borrowing money into 2060 that people like Bukumi will now have to be thinking of innovative solutions to pay back. But the Lord will cancel those debts. Are you hearing that? Because they've taken enough loans from China payable 2050. 20, can you imagine? What are you, what are you doing? 
Imagine you borrowing money from someone and say, well, I'll pay you back in 2016. <laughs> no, I will start paying you back. <laughs> Out of Egypt. So what, what that means when God comes down, he's looking for somebody who gets the introduction to open up a new book of history. Because the new book starts with a front cover. When you uncover that preface, and then the introduction eventually goes give me the verse that says I am that I am I can't teach all of that we'll go to the verse he said whom shall I say sent me go to verse 13 then Moses said to God indeed when I come to the children of Israel and say to them the God of your fathers has sent me to you and they say to me what is this name what shall I say to them do you know God said I'm sending you to Pharaoh he was already thinking, I need to come to Israel. That's what we do. God said, I'm saying to this people, that's how about these people? God said, I'm saying to Pharaoh, is like when I come to Israel, what will I tell them? Do you get the point? God said, just go and sit at the airport. You're like, if I sit at the airport, so what will I tell them? Go and sit. God said, go and get passport. He said, if I get passport, I will give you some money. Come, go and get. God first. If you are sure it's God, ask my wife and those who work with me. I can be slow to make some decisions, but if I'm sure it's God, nothing is going to stop me. Nothing. Do you know who God is? God. That you are sure it's God that is behind something and you have been apologized. What's that? That means you are not sure or you don't know God. God said you should do something. God. God. Do, do you know God? God, Dio. By the way, now God told me last night, forgot to tell you, that stuff you're working on, documentary stuff, is not really about that. That is going to introduce you to a whole circle in the government space. Whole new circle. And you're going to get one of those, you know all those deals on the retainership that just break. Somebody told me, got a deal with, I won't mention the name of the government, not somebody in this house, but it's happened in this house. Person got a deal with a certain government that paid them 900,000 euros over, I think, it's an 80 year period or something like that. So, so they were not even doing anything. They were just, and it was a media related something, almost a million euros to be shooting video and be uh, receive it. P land, receive it. Receive it. David, receive it. All those who are in media receive those deals. God said to Moses, say to them, I am who I am. And he said, wow. God first. Why is it God first? Have you noticed? In an introduction, after you mention your name, what do you say? What do you say? What do you say? What do you say? Be bold. This is an introduction. It's not just a visitation. This year is an introduction of the new you. 
just take the next few days and be very sure of some God things. If it's only one you're sure of, focus on that one. If it's two, if it's three, if you're multi-gifted like some of us, if it's seven and you're sure, if I ask God, say, God, edit this list. Vet it. <laughs> and some of you need to do what I've done. I've painstakingly created a calendar for the whole year. I sent just the dream, dream space, dream stream aspect to it because that is a lot of work. Because that is a lot of work. My wife has seen it. Now that's not even the whole of my life. That's just the business aspect of my life. And I'm looking through it. I'm praying through it. I'm speaking through it. If I want to design all the flags before the end of January, yes, I want to be like God. You know, God, He planned everything from the. It gives you mastery. Godliness is not just morality. It's also seeing fine to the future. So you actually know that you don't have as much time as you think you have. Say, let's go and eat a baluma. Let's go to the good pitch. Let's go to plan this. See fine. Speak words into. I am. In the Hebrew, it's a year asha a year. It doesn't mean the same thing to us as it meant to Moses. I'll tell you, I'll close now. I need to close. It doesn't mean the same thing. Now we say, I am. God is I am. We understand, but we don't understand it fully. Moses has grown up in Egypt. Egypt is one of the most pantheistic environments. As a matter of fact, Babylon is a picture of the fallen world. Egypt is also a fallen of contaminated civilization. So if you watch Beyonce videos now, Kitsa Perry videos, you're going to see the pyramids of Egypt. You're going to see a lot of Egyptian pantheology and mythology inside them. Because those are the satanic symbolisms and they actually have roots, pentagram and all those things. They know what they are doing. It's people that don't know. This is the pyramid sign. Are you seeing that? So Moses grew up in that place, and there are different gods between seven and nine major gods, but they had many other gods apart from the nine primary gods. Many of you know some of them: Osiris, Isis, Iris, Horus, Not. Now, all those different gods were gods of fertility or gods of femininity, gods of wealth. According to the demonic uh, theology, they were just essentially going to be gods over a sector. So I think Horus is god of the sun or something, right? So if you're the god of the sun, you're not in charge of fertility, right? So they had a fragmented God approach. Moses grew up in that, but he knew the God of Israel because his parents are taught him right. Parents teach your children right so that when they are in Egypt, they won't forget your God. And they will go to Egypt, even if it's to visit. I'm speaking metaphorically. So when God was introducing himself, who will I say you are? Why is he saying that? Because my mother told me that you're the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, yes. But these people, they don't know that. They know Horus. They know Isis. They know Iris. They know uh, not. But they don't know you. So are you the God of water? Are you the God of fire because you appeared in a fire? Are you a God of a God? Said no. <laughs> 
choose to be. Oh, come on, somebody now. In other words, don't put me in a box because a box is too small. So when you go back to Egypt, you are not only going to tell them I'm God of fire because if I'm only God of fire, and then how will you turn water to blood? So when Moses does all those miracles, God manifests and invades all the territories of their fallen gods. He deals with a lot of the flies when he releases flies that the God of the flies couldn't control. He turns water to blood and he intrudes on the territory. In fact, he takes about the territory of the God of water. He kills their firstborn. God said all oh, these are fallen angels. They are masquerading themselves as the big deals. How does that apply to you? Many of the people in the top of your industries, they are under the puppet strings of foreign angels. And if you are sitting in heavenly places you can be bigger than they are there's another dawn that is about to come out of the church there are some people this is the the enemy doesn't want believers to understand that so the moment there's some inconvenience someone says I'm not doing gospel music do you know how many people God wanted to raise in the church but they couldn't tide through are you here God was saying to Moses no matter how great they are I am whoever I choose to be of water cannot be God of fire but me I'm the God of all I'm the God of all I'm the God of all GB you can take over that industry Ahmed you can take over that industry Iyanu you can have your own sound company when you'll be supplying sound to the gospel event all are you here and even to the corporate event you can it has happened for people before it will happen again are you here somebody of us have put God as the God of church. I am the good shepherd. I am whoever I need to be to do whatever I've chosen to do. So how will Israel handle it? Deal with it, Israel. I will not change my identity because of your limited capacity to grasp it. Tell them I am. I am light, I am hope, I am strength, I am joy, I am goodness, I am mercy, I am provision, I am supply, redeemer, I'm the lifter of your head, I'm your mighty man in battle, I'm the one who gives you a baby, I'm the one who writes out your debt, who writes off your debt, I'm the one who recovers the bad load, I'm the one who brings everything together, I am please listen, the moment Moses got this introduction. <laughs> Imagine appearing anywhere. Who sent you? I am. This is the audacity that takes territories. God first. God first. God first. Let's glorify God. God first. God first. God first. God first. Say, Lord, I rededicate my heart, my life to you. Do you know there are industries that have not even been created yet? That's why some of you feel out of place where you are because you are called to champion a new industry. Are you here? 
some industries have been there but nobody has put structure I can give you some examples in Nigeria the coaching industry had been there since like the 80s there have been coaches in Nigeria but about 2009 some many of you know him the catalyst Larry Lushola he had done many businesses he had done successful businesses he just came and said God has sent me to do a coaching in the body. he wasn't saying God has said to the coaching world but those of us who were close to him it was a mission it wasn't just people have gone through thousands of people have gone through a strain can I tell you something I can't give you figures but as a return hundreds of millions have come in possibly billions but let me be conservative hundreds of millions because God never sends you and you'll be broken what he has sent to do so now coach coach this coach this coach that but the original coaches were structured and industry was created through that because somebody said God had sent me is there anybody here who's benefited from a coach either from a paid course or somebody was sent another industry is still taking form but Pastor Kingsley has taken responsibility for the family life practice professional aspect of it are you hearing that some of you are called to look at something that is so vital and important but nobody has built an industry I'm building something around the creative space some of you are called to build something receive the boldness receive audacity receive conviction receive confidence just say God I'm yielded to you I surrender my own ambitions I surrender my own ambitions God sent sent me said raise kings these are captains these are leaders these are sculptors of industries rise in the name of Jesus rise in the name of Jesus father we thank you for this introduction of your introduction to us as we go to our different homes families friends connect points events let the introduction continue Lord I ask that you will give people here witnesses confirmations evidences let somebody look at people here different people look at people and say you remind me of this unless it be exactly what you have said to them just because some of us need that extra layer of confirmation and God when Moses said I can't speak I'm too weak you, you still you, you confirmed your word you were patient with him so Lord for those who might still be a little behind we thank you that you are long suffering you have long suffering and you are patient but that this year we will enter into the full measure of this thank you Father in Jesus name we've prayed Amen Glory to God you may be seated look at your neighbor and tell that person I am what Tell, introduce your new self to them. Introduce yourself. Some of you are struggling. Okay, introduce God to them. Say, my daddy is. Some of you have deficits financially. God will clear them for you. 
have that conviction. God wants you to make your boast. So my soul shall make a boast in the Lord. The righteous will hear and be glad. Nothing should shake you. Nothing should shake you. The fact that you don't have the answer yet does not mean you are done for. Nothing will shake you. God, God is back in you. Generation is rising on an emerging generation of kings. To join this growing community of kings, visit www.kingdomcentral.org and send your full name and email address to 0908-123-4566. One more thing, someone you know needs this. Kindly share this how.